We're live. It finally worked. Yes, sir, it did. <laughs> nice. All right, everybody, after some technical difficulties, we are back with you. We are back. Of anything but basic. <laughs> How you doing hey. today, uh, Mr. Big Bad Bristol Winner? Oh, big Bristol winner right here. You got the official Bristol 500 winner in the <laughs> FFR truck series. I'm uh, I'm great, man. I'm, I, I think, uh, I think I could win again. I think I like it. <laughs> I feel you. Long, long as we ain't r- racing with Jiggly in the uh, practice lobby. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I was ready. I was ready to be over with that. <laughs> just so everybody knows out there me and mustang are grown-ass men jiggly is a 17 year old girl that has been destroying us for the past couple of races and nascar heat five on xbox hey um, she I don't even know. No. <laughs> what's that she didn't win at bristol tonight nope not when the points counted <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's fun though, man. It's pretty good. Got a little dicey there in the uh, beginning of the third stage for a while, but everyone settled down after a minute. Yeah, let's talk about the race. How was how yep. was your truck? Man, I was fast for the first couple laps before the first caution, and then I made one adjustment at the first caution. Was pretty decently quick. Felt good, and I'm like, man, if I could get just a little bit more bite into the corner. I'm probably going to be right there. And my truck went to shit after that. Never got it back. So I actually, well, the first stage I kind of took off. Uh, I didn't, I didn't like my truck actually. Um, it was super loose uh, going through the run, but you know, I got shuffled back. I wrecked myself one time. That's what got me way back there. And I yeah. knew if I could ever get in clean air, man, I was going to check the fuck out. And Mold did what he did and didn't take tires. I don't know why. But <laughs> when he didn't take tires on that last restart, and I had four fresh Hoosier racing radials on his outside there, he got he got put in the dust. Yeah, no doubt. Wasn't too bad. But you're going to win races. You're going to upset a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I got taken out like a lap after the last restart. I mean, completely completely spun coming out of three and four and backwards on the front stretch. Like, well, four to go. I ain't doing nothing now, so we'll just put around, whatever. You had a good truck, though, man. It's Bristol. It is what it is. Yeah, I love that track. That track, track means a lot to me. Um, it's one of my favorite tracks. I just love winning there, man. It's, it's really, there's a reason why it's the toughest, one of the toughest tracks on the circuit. Yeah. That was a grueling race. 200 laps around that damn little gymnasium freaking race. It was intense. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about. The area of Bristol, let me tell you, Mikey, it is great. <laughs> Man, it, it's a goal in life to make it down for a Bristol night race. 
Well, you got the night race, and the night race is just insane. It's like, it's if you want to go to a race and you're not a NASCAR fan, if you go to Bristol and you don't leave a NASCAR fan, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I'm serious, man. It is the most insane place to watch a race. The atmosphere, yeah. everything. And well, also don't... because you can see the whole track and there's never a dull moment anywhere on the track. Like it's no. action all the way around the whole time. And when you walk and when you're you're driving up to the track, um you're you're kind of going down a little highway and when you make a turn, you don't see the track yet. You come out of a tree line and the track just boom, it's right there, it opens up. It's like uh just pops up out of nowhere. It looks like the best comparison I can give you is like an NFL football stadium or maybe yeah. a college football stadium. It is just it is huge. It's straight up just a towering place. It's insane. Speaking, speaking of football, they had a college football game there uh, like two years ago. Well, it's been – oh, shit. I want to say it was 2013 or 14. It's called the Battle of Bristol. My Tennessee Vols, go Vols, uh, <laughs> beat the Virginia Tech Hokies. Yep, that was the game. It was that long ago already? Yep, it's been a long time. Crazy. The battle at Bristol. Yep. They they actually um they they extended the bleachers down onto the racing surface and oh, yeah, added and added thousands and thousands of more seats. I think they had like two hundred and forty thousand people in that place. It was crazy. They blew the record away for a football game. Like, oh yeah, you know, it was insane. Because, you know, Which, being up here and being a Michigan fan, I know what normally is the record for a college football game. Oh, yeah. You got a old, uh, old, the big house. It's, it's big a good, house. it's a, it's a, it's a big one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all had to cheat and put some seats on some racetrack to do it. But, man, I, I can only imagine how cool that would be to have been in that atmosphere, you know, for a football game on top of it. Like, that'd be nuts. Yeah, it's it was probably I would I would have loved to have went. Um, I can't. I mean, if the Bristol Night Race had hundred. Well, I won't say hundred. Probably about sixty more thousand people. It. <laughs> I guess you could imagine it kind of like that. And it's fucking nuts with a hundred and sixty-eight thousand people in there. Yeah. Well, I read something about Bristol back when too. And I don't remember the exact statistic on it, but it's something along the lines of like Bristol, Tennessee's population like more than doubles every time they have a NASCAR race. It does. That's awesome. So uh, Bristol's really cool, man. If you uh, if you go to downtown, take a ride on Main Street, go out from the racetrack, take a ride on Main Street. The town is separated by the Virginia Tennessee state line. Nice. It runs right down the center line of downtown. One side has a Virginia uh, postal code, and the other one has a Tennessee postal code. It's really cool. Yeah, it's crazy. 
And on the other side of that, you got Johnson City, which have, you know, some of the, the dirtiest strip clubs ever been in my life. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it up there. <laughs> yeah, I believe you. I believe you. Sounds sounds like a good time for sure. It is, man. If it, if you wanted to go to a damn race, that's I'd recommend that be your race. Yeah. No doubt about it. Be a great race for beginners. And the track's really fun to drive. It's a good place. So what what yeah. do you think, Mike? All sorts of crap. <laughs> you don't want to know what I'm thinking half the damn time. Oh man, I don't have much of a filter, so everyone knows what I'm thinking half the time. And if you see me sitting there mulling over something, it's probably it's probably bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're not talking, that's a bad yeah. sign. Yeah, exactly. If Mike's not talking, I know one or two things is about to happen. One or two things about to happen is the place is about to get shot up and Mikey knows about it. And he's trying to signal signal me to run without trying to actually openly say it. Or Mikey's dead. That's the one or two reasons why Mikey's not talking. That's about <laughs> it usually, man. That's about it. I was uh, uh my buddy owns an ice cream shop and I go in there and help out sometimes just because I'm bored. And uh, you know, they got like a bunch of teenagers working there and shit. They don't know how to take me. It's hilarious, like this generation ain't nothing, nothing like my generation. So it's fun to watch them try to mix together. So yeah. like, I walk around all day long and like, you know, I'm helping out and doing stuff. We get busy for a minute and get kind of slammed, and you know, we we make it through the rush. And I kind of clap like, "Yeah, good job, everybody. Way to go!" Blah blah blah. And one girl looks at me all weird. She's like, "You sound like a video game." I'm like. That's like <laughs> the first thing you think of when people shout encouragement at you and like good job is you think it's video games. Like what the hell? You're an NPC, dude. <laughs> well, I tell them all the time because like, there's like two boys and then like, you know, five or six girls that work there. I tell the girls all the time. They'll do something. i like, good job, sir. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, good job, sir. Be like, careful in that damn in that aspect of it, because you'll get you know sexual harassment charges or something. I don't know. If you call a girl sir and you give me sexual harassment charges for it, that's fucked up. They'll find something on you, dude. <laughs> the way the world is now. Yeah, true. You can't do so shit. I was explaining to them today because some they were saying something about one of their friends or something. I'm like, look, I'm old school. I will. I live my life by like 1980s playground rules. If I like you, I mess with you. I tease you. I give you crap. If I don't like you, I'm probably going to be nice to you and not say very much at all. So if I'm nice, yeah. I'm friendly and polite, I probably don't like you. And she's like, is that why you always call me sir? I'm like, exactly. <laughs> you do a good job and you're fun to be around. Like, that's cool. So, yeah, I'm going to give you shit because that's what I do to people I like. I give them shit. So, uh, so you enjoy working at the ice cream shop, the ice cream parlor? It is fun, yeah. Like, you know, because I'm a fat guy at heart, so I love ice cream and fried foods, and that's, you know, what we have. <laughs> I'm a fat guy in reality. 
I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I've gained like 90 pounds in the past couple of years since I quit smoking. Dude, yeah. I could fucking, I could destroy some fucking ice cream. So, no about it. Because of my, you know, stoner background, I have a lot of ideas for this place. <laughs> so, like, I do random <laughs> stuff all the time that's not on the menu. Like, like, we make we got thin crust pizzas that we make in our little pizza oven there. So they were just doing normal pizzas. This guy here, I start doing taco pizzas and chili dog pizzas and chicken bacon ranch pizzas and like anything I can think of in a pizza. And they're amazing. Like a fucking <laughs> But then I do the same thing with ice cream. Like I start coming up with like weird ideas. Like we could put this on there or we could put that on there. Like here, here's a new <laughs> Sunday that we could make. And they're like, how do you think of this stuff? I'm like, well, my brain says I like this and I like this. I wonder what they'll taste like together. <laughs> sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm like some, sometimes like, you know, sometimes they don't have curb appeal, but when you try it, you're like, damn, that's good. Like, I'm not normally a really big fan, but I, I had a thought of one that seemed like it'd be a pretty good idea to me, and I tried it, and I was surprised by how good it was. I made a PB&J Sunday. That sounds fucking great. Dude, vanilla ice cream, a lot of peanut butter sauce, grape jelly, bam. So, you ever noticed, you know, I've, I've had my fair share of smoking the devil's lettuce. Uh, I know you do. Do you ever notice you come up with the literal craziest shit anyone's ever fucking heard of in their life? And it, you know, it's probably not anywhere close to being edible, but you fucking eat that shit anyway. 100%. It, it ends up being the greatest I've done thing. i that shit so long, it's still ingrained in my brain that that's the way I look at life. Hell yeah, man. I mean, just stupid shit. I mean, I can think of a couple of concoctions that that I've come up with, and I still eat them today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me and my buddy, we got fucking blasted last night, just zooted out of our fucking mind, and we had we wanted pizza. We were, you know, we did, were too stupid to call the pizza. Uh, pizza Hut or whatever, you get fucking pizza. So we took took bread, fucking put pizza sauce on it, pepperoni, some cheese, put in the oven, fucking toast pizza, and it was fucking great. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? Fucking great. You tried this too? Now, oh. let me let me warn you. This is a pretty good idea. Don't try it with wheat bread. With wheat bread. Not a fan of the wheat bread pizzas. Oh, I mean, if that's all you got, then you got to fucking, that's what you got to do. It was edible. It was edible. I will give you that. Didn't give a shit at the time, did you? No, no. (laughs) I've I've come up with some strange food things before. Like, I do weird things all the time. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. But at least I know. Like sometimes it is funny that, why in the hell would you eat that? I'm like, I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> oh, that's why. 
Exactly. <laughs> I'm an adventurous eater. <laughs> That's when you go digging in the freezer. Like, you know you ain't got nothing to eat. You go digging in the freezer, you find that, like, fucking half a bag of chicken strips or freezer burn all the shit, but you eat the fuck out of them. <laughs> so true, bro. So true. I mean, you don't even care at that point. Like, <laughs> you just think you're gonna fucking die if you don't eat. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I've had some horrible creations, and I've had oh, some yeah. good creations. So, like, I mean, this is probably ten years ago now. Me and my buddies were all stoned up one time, and uh, I don't know if you're hip, but. It, like uh Jimmy John's is a big place that does it. I love me some Jimmy John's. I love cold cuts. Like never had it. Stuff. But cold cuts are amazing. It's basically like a subway, but it's they they got like a, a tougher French loaf bread, which I like. It's got a good like mouthfeel to it. And that's the ones that's got the freaky fast, right? Yes. Freaky yes. fast. Yeah. And the coolest thing ever when you go inside, they have a they have like neon signs in the windows that say free smells. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. I want, I want that sign. <laughs> so we, so we got, um, we got Jersey Mike's. Okay. That's kind of our, uh, knockoff Jimmy John's, I guess. Kinda. That's really more like a Penn station. Jimmy John's is all cold. They, they don't cook. No, no, there's no heated sandwiches. It's just oh, really, cold. yep. Oh, yeah. See, I'm a fan of the toasted sandwich. I feel like I'm wasting my fucking time if it's not toasted. I like certain things toasted, other things not as much. So, like, I like an Italian sub not toasted. I'll eat it toasted, don't get me wrong, but I prefer it not toasted. Right. Because, like, again, I like cold cuts. I, I like a cold sandwich. Like just always have but i like hot sandwiches too don't get me wrong like i'll never turn down any sandwich really like as long as i'm not a tuna melt not fucking a hot sandwich today yeah (laughs) it was fantastic nice that's all (laughs) i'm not eating a cold sandwich i'll fucking make it myself i'm eating a cold sandwich (laughs) you know what i'm saying like why do i gotta pay jimmy john's or or fucking subway or you know whoever why yeah. do I got to pay them 15 bucks to make me a cold sandwich? But see, like, and that's just it. So if I can get one, like, Jimmy John's is pretty reasonable price. So you actually get, like, a pretty decent sized sandwich for, you know, a couple bucks. Same with, the, you know, you get the cheaper Subway subs. Like, I don't, you know, I go to Subway sometimes. I don't never get the big fancy ones. I get, like, a spicy Italian, so it's still, like, a $5 foot long. Like, I'm okay with that. Otherwise, yeah, yeah I'd rather just make them at home. But, uh... What? What's up with uh, Subway mastering the art of toasting shit? Right. They have figured out a formula. You know, I everybody listening, if I come up, if I pop up dead somewhere, you know, Subway just hunted me down and decided <laughs> I need to be clapped. But have you ever, if you notice, like, they stick that shit in that magical little oven and it is perfectly fucking toasted. In 30 yeah. seconds. Like, that thing is cooked, prime, ready to fuck in 30 seconds. Right. So, here's the important question. Why don't they make grilled cheeses in that thing? They, dude. Okay, so you can get a melt. You ever heard of this? No. You can get, okay, 
Go to fucking Subway. Get a steak and cheese melt. It's a pressed fucking sandwich. And then they toast it. Nice. It is awesome, man. It's messy as hell, but you need to fucking try one of those. Oh, dude, messy. You talking about fat boy dreams? Like, (laughs) taking that motherfucking... Taking that motherfucking wrapper off and that goddamn cheese just fucking, you know, looking Food like board, a bro. Food board. looking like a fucking looking like a snack, bro. Listen, skinny people do not know about food porn. <laughs> I'll be watching the hell out of some cooking shows like, oh, yeah, I'll add some coliander to that shit. Hell, hell yeah, yeah you better put some gill in that bitch. Like, I start talking dirty to my TV like, ah. You ever just you ever watch like fucking <clears throat> guys at grocery games or or fucking man versus food? And you're like, God damn, that guy's a bitch. I could I could take that down, especially a man versus food. That yeah. motherfucker don't you know like I can eat a fucking six pound burrito or some shit. Like that dude. fucking pussy. I could eat the fuck out of that. Yeah. There's a dude I watch, though, that I don't understand how he does any of what he does. Is it on TikTok? Probably. He's on everything. He's been around for a long time now. Um, it's like a, the, sounds like from one, New York or something. I don't know. His name's Atlas. He's a big-ass dude. Looks buff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That dude can fucking eat, man. You just ate like a seven-pound <laughs> burger with three pounds of fries and a soda. I had to do it in less than a half hour. I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> like, I feel like, wow. you know, I feel like guys like that and Joey Chestnut is in, is in this category. They are what makes America, America. Yes, 100%. That is 100%. the fucking truth. You cannot tell me the little Asian motherfuckers over there in China. You know, I love, I got... Asian friends are great. I fucking love them. But here's the thing. When it comes to eating food, they just have, they have no respect for the art of eating food. And it pisses me off. And here's another thing. We have televised eating events and we have people who are focused on social media for eating contests. What other country can you go to that, you know, you can get rich and famous for eating? You can't. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. You got you got your typical like Asian person that wins the hot dog eating contest when Joey Chestnut's off on a bad day or something, you know. Yeah. But that's it. And, and they don't have the contest over there. No. You know what I mean? He's never on home ground doing that stuff. He's here. They do that shit in America because. We're crazy ass gluttons that want to watch people eat sixty fucking hot dogs in five minutes. <laughs> they eat the craziest shit too. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's just it's hard to watch, man. It's so much fun though because I get so into that when I do watch them. I'm like, oh look at this guy! Like, oh look at that guy's style though! Like this guy's yeah. half a dog, half a dog. This guy's just whole dogging it straight down his throat. This guy's chewing like a normal <laughs> freaking hot dog, like. This guy's eating freaking buns, then meat, buns, then meat. And it's, it's like, dude, it's hilarious trying to watch. Like, they really do be doing all sorts of weird shit. Fuck it. And Joey's over here sucking down glizzies like it's the 90s, bro. Just damn getting after it. I love it. I love it. 
Yeah, it's um, it's a it's a real pride thing. You know, there's like you said, there's not many countries you can turn a TV on and literally watch a show about a guy trying to eat too much fucking food. Yes, <laughs> that is that is the definition of American. Right. They turn that shit on in freaking China. They're like, that could be my whole family for two days. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking on. You know, if we got any, any Asian listeners, we're not knocking on you. We're just, we're just trying to say, um, America. <laughs> America. It's just, it's hard to understand. It is. You know, it's, I see, I see a little Asian girl on TikTok sometimes, and. She eats like fucking dead birds that's still in the eggs. And she just, she fucking loves them. She eats them all the time. There's this fucking snail thing. It's like fucking moving and shit. She slaps that motherfucker. It splooges some shit and she just bites it like a fucking, like an ear of corn. Eats the fuck out of it. I don't understand it. I don't. But there's there's things for me uh, that that's that's meant to not be understood. So exactly, exactly, we can't get it all. All I know is I'm gonna turn on my man versus food tomorrow and watch that motherfucker chow down four pounds of nachos, and I'm probably gonna <laughs> go to Taco Bell and get my nacho bell grande just because I've seen him eat nachos. So. Since we're talking about food and we're talking about Taco Bell and we're talking about, you know, crazy stuff that we've eaten and made and whatnot, Taco Bell let me down. How so? So. You know how I feel, Mike. You don't, you know, if you're going to diss on Taco Bell, you better do it good. This is a legitimate diss. They are missing the freaking boat. I don't know why. They're, They're all set up. To do everything that I'm about to say. I don't know why they're not. So. Doritos tacos. Right? Yes. Delicious. Uh Uh-huh. Why do they not have Doritos nachos Bel Grande? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm right there with you. That would be... uh, I I guess... You know that Taco Bell style tortilla chip? It's not like a normal tortilla chip. It's got it, it's something weird. It's almost like a I don't know, but it, it's different. Maybe there's, it's something about they can't make the Dorito like that. I I don't think they have to though. Like I make nachos. I don't think they do either, but you know. It, even their shell is tastes a little different than a regular Dorito. You got to admit that, right? Yeah, yeah. Do it's something. Little, it's a little more corny. Yeah. But it's Strong good. Fucking long. Yes. But then the other thing that they're missing on is if, if they started doing the nachos, they would have bags of Doritos. And then they could just cut open little bags of Doritos and do walking tacos and sell them. And walking tacos are freaking amazing. They are, but now you're talking now you're talking about some like possible concession stand food truck type shit now. But then I feel that's like, that, like Taco Bell is almost working their way into a food truck world. 
Could you imagine? Well, they they are. That'd be dope. I don't think I've ever seen a Taco Bell food truck like a like a stand. Yeah, it'd be awesome. That would be awesome. You know, Taco Bell's got. I love me some Taco Bell. You know, I'm I'm hundred pounds of fat Taco Bell. <laughs> how it is, and I feel like they can make the craziest contraptions, and they have the potential to make even better shit than what they do. Yeah, for sure. Like the last thing while they're at it. Yeah, yeah. They like the last thing they released was like uh like some some fucking gordita bullshit with a fucking cheese baked on the side. That thing was was not good. That was a freaking chalupa, and it was disgusting. Yeah, it was not good. It was like chalupas. That's what I get when I go there is chalupas. But that one, like, I don't know why. The chalupa was different, and it just soaked up the oil. It was squishy and disgusting. And it was like a, it was, it was a texture type thing to me. It was like eating a scab, a cheesy scab. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not, not a fan. I'll tell you what's fucking awesome though. Remember the little chicken rolled tacos? Yep, dude, that shit was like fuck a guy good. That That's was awesome. Life. That shit's life. Yeah, they need to bring them back like at least once a month. Like, let me get them for a week out of the month. And them grilled cheese burritos. Oh, shit. Those were good, too. Probably, though, my favorite thing I ever had from Taco Bell was the mini beefy quesadilla where they made a little quesadilla, but they just used regular taco meat in it and they used like a soft taco shell instead of a full burrito shell. But, dude. Literally, all that was was a grilled soft taco with freaking like twice the meat that you normally get in a soft taco, and it had chipotle or uh, quesadilla sauce in it, and it was ninety nine cents. Yeah, dude, it was like the best soft taco I've ever had in my life. I, God, I remember for, like two months. I remember you could go to Taco Bell and fucking eat yourself to death for ten bucks. Yes. Yes. Man, I miss those days. Away. Miss so, the fuck those days. So, there was a day back when, when I actually worked at Taco Bell. And when I say a day, I mean literally a day. I worked at Taco Bell for one day. <laughs> it's It's a pretty good story, really. So... I've never had a problem getting jobs in my life. Like, uh-huh. never. And even when, like, the economy's down, I apply for a job, I get a job. Like, I'm, if I get a chance to have an interview, I'm getting hired. Like, I'm a likable person. I'm a good worker. I'm very knowledgeable. I talk well with people. So, it's not hard once, once I get my foot in the door to get a job in a place. So, while I was, like, 20 years old, I applied at this factory down the street from me and the Taco Bell down the street from me thinking like I'll get one of them you know that'll work so I get a call back from both of them like all right well I'll check them both out whatever so factory hires me on the spot it was like first shift just you know basic little factory stuff metal work and uh it was seven dollars an hour which was decent money still back then and then I go to Taco Bell and 
go do an interview with them and they want to pay me seven fifty an hour to do uh night shift and I'm like hell yeah I'm gonna do both <laughs> of them. I'm gonna go do this cake ass factory job during the day, go home, eat, relax, and go to Taco Bell and work for a couple hours for even more money and free Taco Bell. I'm like this is genius. <laughs> so I go to Taco Bell to uh do like my orientation, not even like full on training, just to like watch the safety videos, talk to a couple people, get like a walkthrough of, you know, behind the scenes. And that's supposed to kind of be it. So I go in there and they give me this little uniform and I put it on and I watch my video and whatnot. And then we come out and before I've even learned how to do anything, they haven't told me where anything is, what anything is, nothing. You know what I mean? I'm just blind at this point in time. And uh, the manager comes up and he's like, hey, uh, I'm going to need you to help out on the line. My, uh, you know, this person, this person didn't call off or called off and we're short staffed. So, you know, I I need help. And I'm like, you know, all right, cool, whatever. I'll help. I don't mind. I ain't got nothing to do, but I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, I haven't been trained yet or nothing. So they're like, oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. It's, It's pretty easy. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So they put me on the meats. The first thing I'm doing is I'm putting meat and, you know, the tacos and the burritos and stuff. And, of course, uh-huh. I have no clue what I'm doing. So I'm just making it look like a taco at home. Like, if I stuck you in front of a bowl of meat and said, here, fill up this taco, what are you going to do? Like, you know? Fucking meat and tacos. Yeah. Don't put shit in there. Yeah. I'm trying to be courteous about it. Like, I know this is a business, so I'm not, you know, just crazy overfilling them. But I'm like, just... One good heap and scoop looks like a good taco to me. Like, I'd eat that and send it on its way. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, dude comes up like 10 minutes later. And he's like, what are you doing? You're putting way too much meat in there. And this like starts freaking kirking out on me. And I'm like, bro, like, nobody even put me here and showed me. Like, here, take this much and do this and put that on there. You're just like, put meat in a taco. So, I'm like, got it. So, then they move me down the line to another spot. Still nobody shows me or tells me, like, put a light handful of the veggies or a light, you know, pinch of the cheese. They're just like, put this stuff and the cheese on there. So I'm like, all right, cool. So you're only putting this little bit of meat. So I'm trying to compensate with all the extras. I get yelled at for that. So I've been in here for like an hour and a half, busting my ass, trying to help without anybody ever showing me what to do and just getting yelled at constantly. And I'm like, dude, like... This is stupid. Like I'm trying to help you out. I don't. I'm, I don't even work here yet, technically, and like, this is horrible. So, uh, I end up helping out for the rest of the night. We get through it and whatnot. And manager comes back to me and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna need you to work this weekend because uh, this person ain't gonna be here and this person ain't gonna be here, and we don't have anybody else to cover it." And I'm like, "Well, I can't work that weekend." I'm like. I can work any other time, but I can't do that weekend. Like, I'm in a wedding. Like, I'm part of the wedding, so I can't miss it. It is what it is. And he's like, well, you know, you need to be here or you're going to be fired and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, like, I'm not it's even on the schedule. It's fucking Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even on the schedule yet. Like, I don't, they, they're not even going to make a schedule with my name on it until two weeks from now. So I'm like. What do you mean I'm fired? Like, I'm technically not even really hired yet. Like, what the hell are you talking about, bro? Like, I I can't help you. And, like, dude, he threw a whole on fit about it and basically threatened to fire me. So I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. So 
I walked in the back and I grabbed the five pound bag of beef and the five pound bag of steak and took my happy ass home. <laughs> hey, I think you came out ahead, brother. Dude, you don't even know. You want to know the absolute kicker? They sent me a check in the mail for like $34. <laughs> I got $34 plus free tacos for like a month. It was great. I'm like, fucking Taco Bell. <laughs> I was so Dude. mad, though. I'm trying to help, and all you've done is yell at me and threaten me. I don't even work here. You know, Walmart is the same way. I worked at Walmart for like two weeks. And shit. So they can tell me how to, you know, be a human being, basically. <laughs> like they're telling me how to breathe and shit. And then they fucking and 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 my aunt is is the manager of the store, so I don't gotta fucking do this. <laughs> so so they they throw me on a I can't remember what the hell they called it. it the, I was one of the dudes that unloaded the truck. All right, so you're using like the power jacks. Yeah, power jacks. Um, but they did it the weirdest fucking way. So they they rolled this big, heavy ass metal conveyor belt. Yep, I'm hip. I I when I worked for Coca Cola, I'd be in the back of Walmart sometimes. Yeah. So they they roll these big ass conveyor belts out, throw them in the back of this truck, and some dude that doesn't want to sort the boxes gets up there and just starts throwing fucking boxes on this thing. <laughs> Given they haven't told me shit, they haven't told me what how I'm supposed to sort them. They haven't told me nothing, and they're like, "Here you go, fucking do it." Had this fucking big Arabian guy, fucking he was my boss, just screaming at me because you know I got a pile of shit here. He hasn't told me nothing. He's screaming at me in a fucking language. That I don't even understand. I can't even comprehend. I don't even know it was a language. <laughs> like, have you ever seen the, the weird Arabian symbols? Yeah. What it sounded like. He's like hieroglyphics <laughs> at you. <laughs> yeah, he was screaming at me in hieroglyphics, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and this motherfucker is going just absolutely ape shit on my ass. And I told him, I was like, listen, you can go fuck yourself. I'm going to go out here and stock baby food. And I did that for another week and I fucking quit. And I I called him names that I probably shouldn't have the day I left. And You know, the shitty part about all that is, though, is if he took five minutes to be like, hey, you need to do this and do this and do this. Just explain to me. I don't just... Don't tell me to do something, me not understand what to do. I mean, it's one thing if you're just not doing your job. It's another thing if you're like, I've never done this before. What am I supposed yeah. to do? And I see they were all, they were, it wasn't just that one guy. All of them were Arabian guys. It's like, <laughs> it's like they went into the slums of Yemen and just fucking pulled out a handful and fucking threw them in a Walmart storage room. To unload trucks. I was yeah, the only true. white guy on the crew. Oh uh, yeah, they didn't they probably didn't like you then. And they all started screaming at me in this hieroglyphics. And <laughs> all of them. 
man. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, and you don't see these guys. You, you don't, like, if you're walking around Walmart, you go in there and buy a fucking, you know, you need a case of water or something. You don't, you don't see these fucking guys. Where yeah. they, they just kind of hang out in the back. Yep, they don't want, they don't want them to be seen. Ugh, fucking big corporation, man. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. 100% agree. Never care about the little man. Nope. But the little man will rise again, brother. Man, I hope. I hope, I hope, I hope. Yep, me and you both, man. <laughs> well, I think that's a good stopping point for tonight. What do you think? Yeah, I believe so. We we well, don't want to get into to uh, more saucy stories. <laughs> <laughs> saucy stories will never end. That's right. We gotta have something for uh we gotta have something for what do you think, Sunday? Um Yeah, I think I can probably do Sunday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, some fucking point. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Maybe maybe uh I don't know, judging how the first half of this show went, we we might have to start uh talking some like food porn recipes and whatnot. Might have to, man. I think we were headed in a good direction. We got talking about Asians eating hot dogs and shit. And, <laughs> which is probably my fault. Took a weird turn, didn't it? <laughs> Did. <laughs> but hey, this is what the point the, the point of this is, you know, for it to take weird turns. And well, we just go down those paths. Exactly. I'm I'm the kind of guy when I'm walking through the park with my buddies and I'm like that looks like a trail. Like 15 minutes later, we're lost in the middle of nowhere because it wasn't a trail. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I go. <laughs> Same That's way you talk, man. Yeah, that's how you find dead bodies and shit, man. I swear to God, right? I'm surprised you ain't never found a dead body. Not a person. I found all sorts. <laughs> of, I found some crazy shit. That's that's a whole other story, though. Yeah, we'll 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 have to pick back up on that next time. Yes. Yeah, we we got all sorts of goodies. We'll be able to start talking about. We'll we'll, we'll get into. Uh, We'll start talking about ghosts and aliens and all that good shit. Oh man, you didn't even got me started about like conspiracies yet. That might be your. <laughs> I think. Hey, you know what? Next episode, nothing but conspiracies. Oh, bro! I don't know if we got like three days of airtime to spare. I think we can spare an hour for that one. Yeah, but I... an hour is only gonna get me through half a story. Well, we can do a part two. <laughs> I love conspiracy theories, man. I'm all about it. I, I make up conspiracy theories just because sometimes you can't prove me wrong. And I know me, it's not right, but me you can't you prove both. me wrong. <laughs> I, got, I got some wild ones. It's it, it should be fun. That should be a fun one. Yes. Hell yeah. I'm down, brother. Well, let's turn the lights off to the Trailer Park Studio once again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. TP logging off for tonight. It's been a yep. good one. Congratulations again on your win at Bristol. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody, and thanks for listening. Appreciate you, everybody. I said, uh, give us a share. Give us a follow. Any comments that you think can uh, make us better or anything you want to talk about or ask about, feel free to comment and get a hold of us. 
Uh, email us at anything but basic podcast at yahoo.com. Peace. Have a good night, y'all. See you, Mustang. Hey, buddy. Been real, been fun, been real fun. Yes, sir. Till next right. time. Till next time. <laughs>